George, you hey. start the timer? What? Yeah, start, I, okay, I start okay. the timer. We we're, we got 10th, 29 and 50 seconds. Okay, good. 47 seconds. Oh, good. great 40. podcast, guys. <laughs> yeah, right? I thought I'd start it fun, right? Yeah, with a timer. Yeah. So we got a hard 30 seconds, or 30 seconds. We have a hard 30 seconds. <laughs> Iron Man with Robert Downey Jr. All right. 30 seconds. Let's go. Here we go. No, I'm kidding. Um, so, yeah, this is probably the movie that I've seen the most mm-hmm. out of all of these ones, mm-hmm. but it's probably, I like this movie a whole lot. I like this movie, too. I, can I just do some quick hosting bits yes, real quick? Absolutely. So, uh, welcome back to Rushing to the Endgame. I'm Keenan. this is Jordan, and we've got our special guest, Garski, here for oh, our yeah. first podcast. I was in such a rush. We were rushing. I know. I meant to make a joke out of it, and then I think I just messed you up completely. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Whew, caught me off guard out of nowhere. So, uh, Garski, what do you think of the film? I, I, I mean, I enjoy it. I don't know that it's the one I've seen the most. I'm not entirely sure how many I've seen more than a couple of times, but I feel like uh, it's still it's it sticks out probably mm-hmm. the most because it was the first one I saw mm-hmm. when I was younger. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh man, this is superhero movies done right. <laughs> yeah, it didn't suck unlike mm-hmm. a lot of superhero movies that were coming out. Like it also like. Four gave Iron Man the right colors and stuff, which mm-hmm. I remember back in like the O's, there's a lot of X-Men just like black leather stuff. Oh, yeah. And you never saw the, 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 the heroes in the right like colors and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they kind of do it in this movie a little bit where the first time you see him go out, he's just in all the silver. Mm-hmm. But then he does the paint job for the yeah. uh, the second time he goes out. The early 2000s were all about like that edginess. It's like, all right, the Matrix... This is <laughs> Matrix came out, and then uh, this is when, like, this is around the era of Batman, because 2008 was Iron Man. I believe that was The Dark Knight as well, oh, so... Yeah. Yeah. A lot of edginess, mm-hmm. a lot of angst. But I feel like there was a thing where it was like, oh, we gotta make it, like, feel realistic. And mm-hmm. so it was like, we can't have the colors of the heroes, and what's the most realistic superhero thing to wear? Like, leather <laughs> and, like, metal. metal. And yeah, yeah, people will like believe that this is a real thing if we just cover them in leather and metal. It still has to be skin tight, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The only thing to really do kind of like a superhero costume was Spider Man. Yeah. And, right. And, and that the, one did really well. Yeah, yeah. So. For it, some reason. It was I, nice for Iron Man to come in and be like, let's color it up a little bit. Let's have yeah. some fun with the superheroes. <laughs> we don't need another brooding millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll throw the terrorists in there just to, like, make it a little dark. We gotta yeah. make it real. Like, yeah. the, the, the current political climate. Yeah. This is something people are scared of right <laughs> now. Hey. Oh. Yeah, but, but, so it really does start off literally and figuratively with a bang. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. just throwing you right into it, getting attacked by all the terrorists and throwing them in the cave. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty effective. Minus the use of Back in Black. I feel like that song has been in a million different movies, and they're like, all right, you know what we're going to put for our intro song? Back in Black. And it's going to be on a little CD player in the Hummer. <laughs> Perfect. Well, they, I think that is the biggest like critique on all of these Marvel movies is that the soundtracks are very like either one tone kind of, or it's just like, what's a what's a good song to tell everyone that he's like back? Ooh, back in black. Yeah, it we'll done. use that one. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Got it in one, guys. <laughs> all right, the last song of the movie, um, Iron Man Iron by Man. Black Sabbath. Done. 
Dumb. We got it. God, we're so good at making movies. Give, give us a Grammy, y'all. Man. Or Grammy. Yeah, give us a Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's the first movie to ever win a Grammy for yeah. best... Reuse of a song. <laughs> it's so interesting because of the, the era it was in. It's now like you see this future technology mixed with now well-dated technology because oh. he's got like flip phones and stuff that still have a kind of future vibe to them because mm-hmm. it's got like basically the 2007 equivalent of FaceTime. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty awesome. The I love the fact that it just like rings in the... Uh, like headquarters of like the Air Force mm-hmm. and it's, everyone just has like flip phones and stuff like that. It really is the only thing that really dates the movie. Right, is phones because like we look at our thing, our phones right now, it's like I can like fly places with my phone basically at this point. <laughs> I can fly a drone mm-hmm. with this thing and that thing was lucky to like make a FaceTime call. Mm-hmm. But at one point in the movie, you said, oh, hey, I have a better computer than Iron Man does. Yeah, that was another thing. Yeah, I noticed, like, his iMac was very boxy looking, and I'm like, mine has rounded edges. I feel like that's a newer feature for some reason. <laughs> Not that I'm some sort of no, iMac no, no. historian. So much cooler. Yeah, rounded, rounded edges. edges. Yeah, yeah, it's so soft. It's easier to carry. For the listener, we're looking at his monitor right now. It's got real rounded edges. Real, real rounded. Real rounded edges. <laughs> Makes it real easy to carry around, you know? Mm-hmm. If, it, if it was boxy, it'd, like, cut into my fingers. I know. <laughs> That'd be insane. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, this is the movie that I've seen the most for sure. I mm-hmm. remember seeing it, like, at least twice in theaters. I might have seen it three times in theaters. So really? Like, yeah. I mean, this was this came out between me going from high school to college, so I didn't have too much to do during that summer. Yeah. So I think I just went to this movie a couple times. Took my friends to it a couple times, and it's a good movie. I mean, yeah, it holds it up. Is. So, I watched this movie. I actually think I was getting like superhero fatigue at this point in time, which is weird because like there weren't a ton of superhero movies, but there were just enough that it felt like. We were getting one, like, every year or every other year. Yeah. And I saw Iron Man. Like, I don't know a whole lot about Iron Man. Like, I'll watch it because I'm a sucker for this stuff. But I have, since then, I've seen every single one of these movies at least once. So that'll be another thing that'll be interesting is, like, seeing how re-watching these movies for me will be different than... For some of them for you. Yeah, because I, I have actually not seen every Marvel movie yet. I'd say, because there's 21 we're going to watch. Mm-hmm. 22nd one's going to be the end game. Yep. I think I've seen 15 of them is, is going to be my guess. 15? Well, yeah. Because I'd say for the first like five years of it, I was seated in the theater on every opening, like uh-huh. weekend kind of a guy. And then I did get that superhero, like, particularly with uh, with DC movies and X-Men movies. Well, that was a little in the past, but Spider-Man movies coming out, too. <laughs> Amazing I, Spider-Man I, 1 and 2. Uh, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I, they were bad. I wasn't a big fan of those ones. <laughs> I never saw the second one, but the first one was like, why did this get made? Like, it didn't bring anything new to it except for new actors. But anyways, we're not talking about that movie. Anyways, but I definitely did have, like, superhero fatigue, and I was like... I'm good. And then, so I missed a couple, picked it up again at Ant-Man, uh, watched for a couple of years, saw him in theaters for a couple of years, and then 
It wasn't until uh, Captain Marvel again that I was like, oh yeah, these are right. These are, these fun, are fun. Yeah, yeah, like even the bad ones, I find like there's still something fun mm-hmm. about them. Like there, there's just kind of the spectacle to them, and there's always at least one or two dumb jokes that I like get a kick out of because I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you guys? Have you seen them all? I'm fairly certain I've seen them all. Okay. I can't think of one that I've missed. The most recent one that I had to like uh, just sit down and actually watch was Ant-Man and Wasp. Yeah, I okay. haven't seen that one yet, actually, so that'll be fun to get to. Yeah, that one definitely... The Ant-Man movies feel like comedies, like heist comedy, like an Ocean's Eleven type of movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like More a superhero th- Ocean's. Well, yeah. it is weird how it's like now the movies can get into like, we're going to be a heist movie with a superhero. We're going to be a detective movie with a superhero. We're going to be a World War II movie with a superhero. <laughs> like, they can be, they don't have to just be the standard superhero script, but they still do that thing. A lot of them, when introducing a character, do that thing where it's good version of the superpower versus evil version of the superpower. Uh-huh. Which was, like, highlighted in Iron Man versus Iron Monger. Yep. Little Iron Man versus yeah. Big Iron Man. But being Man. the first of its kind, everyone was like, yeah. wow, this is amazing. Yeah. And then by the time you get to, like, the first Ant-Man movie, it's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> we've right. seen this trope. <laughs> yeah. But it is good storytelling to just kind of, like, show the 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 good and evil of any like right. technology and in this case technology fire be. versus fire water versus water pokemon versus pokemon <laughs> yeah so um so what did you think of like the entire sequence in the caves like at the beginning just like how like he builds everything from scratch with his buddy with a box of scraps with a box of scraps as Opie says uh i thought that that was that that to me like watching now it's like okay that's a little like hard to believe but young uh like just entering college me was just like yeah all right yeah (laughs) he's a smart guy sounds like he could take some missiles apart and make a miniaturized thing that no one else seems to know how to make yeah it just seems plausible so the ten rings capture him they're like okay, you need to build us this kick-ass missile so that we can missile people mm-hmm. in the future. Mm-hmm. And he says no, so they waterboard him. I feel like that was a reference that was on purpose because waterboarding was in the news at that time. That wasn't waterboarding. No, they were just That was dunking. Oh, yeah, waterboarding is when you had the towel over their face. It simulated drowning. <laughs> they were just kind of pseudo-drowning him. Yeah. Okay, all right. Wow, I someone's still... never been tortured during the movie. Yeah, come on. Wow, come on. <laughs> I'm just a spring child. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I feel like it. it's... I don't know. I believed it in that it was in a movie. Like, right. Like, like, this I seems like a movie thing. Never questioned it. It was just like, yeah, he's a, he's apparently a genius. His superpower is that he's a genius. Right. Mechanical genius or whatever. Engineer. Uh, yeah, sure. Fuck it. Why not? Right. The, the thing that was harder to, like, forgive was the people watching him on the cameras. Oh, yeah. They're like, what's he doing? Oh, that rocket's backwards. Well, <laughs> yeah, that exactly. But, like, that's the thing about it, too, is that I feel like it would have been more believable if we'd just never seen them looking in, and we could have pretended like, oh, they didn't have cameras or whatever. But they kept cutting to guys uh-huh. looking at cameras being like, 
I don't know. He's. I guess he's working. <laughs> I don't, like, yeah, do you know how to build a Jericho? <laughs> I guess this is how you do it. And they even show that with, the, like, it doesn't look like a missile. The fin's all wrong. No, it's just backwards. It's yeah. just, like, I think. Mean, camera cut. And camera cut. I guess that was fine. And then they say he was there for three months, so it was, like, months of them watching him build it and being like, I don't know. I guess it's right. Uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, like no one came in and investigated the room. Like this looks a little more armory, but yeah, yeah it's probably good. <laughs> they showed him working on the knee, and that's when they first came in. Of like, I don't think you're making this right. And they they uh, take Yusuf, I think the guy's name Jensen. was Jensen, uh, and they uh, threatened to put a molten ball in his mouth and stuff like that. And so it's just like, so they know he's not working on it. So mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever. Mm-hmm. That was the unbelievable part, but the whole him being able to build something like that. Yeah, like, I'm fine. on board. Yeah, they, they got a lot of stuff there. He can bust himself out. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel super great about Jensen sacrificing himself. I feel like that's a trope like that gets used all the time. Like, uh, this person isn't a main character, so they can sacrifice themselves. It's fine. Yeah, we've got to give the hero uh, <laughs> some, you know, sadness. Something... So we f- the viewer feels like we're on his side. Ooh, we'll sacrifice a side character. <laughs> nice. Easy sacrificial lamb. Done. Mm-hmm. People aren't going to remember his name anyways. I only knew his name because I have the Wikipedia page pulled up on my iPad. <laughs> so I'm cheating a little bit. I nice. I also knew him like Yensid. Yenser. Yen. 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 Good old Yen. Good old Dr. Yen. Yen. But uh, I don't know. I think the most unbelievable part of that whole sequence, besides just like it's an action sequence, whatever. Mm. Like you could always say that like he didn't put, he had holes where his eyes were, so he could have been sh- shot in the eye. And gloves, like they they seem to be just leather gloves. Mm-hmm. They didn't seem to be like metal gloves. <laughs> I like the idea that they did kind of like. M- mentally map out his escape because he's like, I know I'm not going to see very well. Yeah, I know right. I have a limited power. <laughs> yeah, like, like this thing's kind of shit. I have so many steps to, to get, take yeah. before I have to like just get out of there. Mm-hmm. That was a cool. Yeah, that that is cool that they they talked him through how many steps and stuff. Right, because usually it's like a magical MacGuffin kind of moment where it's just like, wow, look at all this going on. I can just kill everybody mm-hmm. real mm-hmm. easily, and in some ways he still could. Like, he was just kind of coming at those guys, and they could not do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And we see, we hear of a brutal murder that happens off-screen. So, yeah. right off the bat, Iron Man <laughs> is a little different than superheroes we're used to seeing on screen. Because it's like, no killing, you just kind of break their, like, arms and stuff, and then throw them off to the side. Well, I mean, even after he got his regular suit and he flew into the... the the war zone area he tossed guys into walls they are dead <laughs> like we watched people die <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. going back to that escape scene though it did start with the trope of this movie of really sneaky giant robots uh-huh yes they're like looking around in his room for where could he be and then out the lights of nowhere giant robot and it was the same thing like in a hallway too of like they stopped firing for a second Where'd he go? Oh, no, he's in the giant robot suit. <laughs> How like, did we miss him? Yeah. And, of course, like, the slow download to get the thing up and running is just like, yeah. all right, we got ten seconds. Okay, we got five seconds. And, it's oh. a fun tension. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, just to make you, like, 
everybody watching the movie knows, like, it's gonna finish in time, no matter what the stupid loading bar says. Mm, right. Uh, so, yeah, he gets out of there with his giant rocket, mm-hmm. like, boost jump thing. To get out of the giant explosion. Uh-huh. To then go hundreds of feet into the air and land softly on sand. Sand is the softest material. Yeah. That's what we all know. Yeah. Landing in water can sometimes feel like cement, but uh, sand Sand. is cushion. I hear the harder you hit sand, the softer it is. It is known. Yeah, it's known. That's a thing that happens. Science. So then he walks away and is fine, and gets picked up by the Air Force. In the middle of nowhere, from what we can see, because they just kind of go over top of his head, and they're like, oh my gosh, it's Tony Stark. And all he had in by the time he flew back to America was a sling. So it's like, yeah, he's fine. He's, a, he's just a little banged up. He's yeah. fine. I did like how they like brought out a wheelchair and a stretcher for him. They're like, look, here, have all these things. And he's like, no, 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 I don't need it. What I do need, though, is a burger. From, from Burger King. King. Uh, so, not five guys. Not like not McDonald's. I, I mean, I wouldn't go to McDonald's if I wanted an American burger. Well, that's fine. I mean, that's about as American as it gets. Though. Yeah, but it's you don't like, horrible for you. Are you saying you don't want like a smashed together burger? No, I would hate a burger. What do you think, Bob? What do you think, Bob? What kind of burger? Like, if you were in a terrorist cave for several months, what would be the first burger that you'd want? Does it have to be from a place we know, or just like, can I make it? No, you can't make it. You gotta have product placement. You gotta have product (laughs) placement. It would have to have blue cheese. Okay. Ooh. Apple Applewood smoked blue cheese burger. There you go. Wait, Applewoods? I don't know. Applebee's. Applebee's. Yeah, it's got bacon. Applewood smoked bacon and blue cheese. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I don't know that it, I'd want it to be from Applebee's if I if that was my first burger out of a cave. But. Right, but still not Burger King. Not Burger no, King. No, no. Yeah, probably Red Robin. Red Robin oh, yeah. would also be good. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But our boy Tony Stark's like, no, I gotta go to Burger King, <laughs> and eat this shit burger. It had to be something you know across the whole nation. Not yep. Nine niche places. Mm-hmm. No In and Out. <laughs> no Whataburger. No. I mean. Yeah, I guess so. Whatever. But, yeah, that that was a good part where he's just, like, sitting on the floor with the people at the press conference. Just like, all right, can, can we all just, like, nice sit down <laughs> together? Uh, so we're actually getting close to the end-ish here. So how about we just do highlights? Sure. What was your favorite part of this film? Um, I like the montage scene with Jarvis where he's like testing out all of the different things that don't work mm-hmm. about like the suit at first mm-hmm. so he gets doused with the smoke uh, or the fire extinguisher like 10 different times he falls on the car and he's basically about to get into a fight with his robot like the entire time mm-hmm. until it finally works and he totally gets concussed and broken like that first time he tries to use the thrusters and he just like face plants on into the wall into, into the, the concrete wall, wall. <laughs> into the concrete wall <laughs> yeah so that was my favorite part uh i'd say my favorite part was when you see iron monger like burst out of the ground and you finally see him at his full size and everything you're just like oh that is an intimidating <laughs> robot guy <laughs> that seems a bit overkill <laughs> especially when you compare it to the size of iron man suit it's just like whoo that is ugh, that was rough <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, my favorite probably is just that one short scene where Jeff Bridges just yells at the scientists. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, when the scientists are like, yeah, Jeff Bridges is like, he was able to make this in a cave with a box of scraps. <laughs> yep. And the guy's like, oh, well, we're not Tony Stark. <laughs> the science isn't sciencing enough. We need more science. It's impossible. <laughs> no, you're dumb. No. Just admit I'm, it. I'm just a big dumb dumb. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Yep. And, like, how when Jeff Bridges walks in, like, they're all, like, on their phones, like, pressing buttons and stuff. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, shit, stop doing everything. Stop <laughs> doing the science. Hang up the phone. Stop. Oh, yeah, we're just standing here. <laughs> yeah. They're, like, the opposite of the act-busy people. Like, ah! <laughs> all the bosses here look like you're doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely my favorite part of the film. Yeah, that's a good choice. That's I like good one. So basically, we got one action scene mm -hmm. and two funny scenes. Mm -hmm. I think that'll be a trend for me. Like when we're going down, like my favorite parts is like, again, like the dumb stuff. I come for the spectacle. I stay for the dumb stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I, I mean, even though that was a dumb part, I think it was good character development for like Jeff Bridges of like he snapped so quickly. Like uh -huh. I don't know, it's. Like, they're dumb, fun movies to be watched anyways, but I, I do like the parts where you're just like... You've already figured out that he's the villain of the of it. Right. But you get that he's also, like, evil. Mm -hmm. He's not, like, just... I'm a businessman who has takes human life to mean nothing. It's like, no, he wants to be the one who controls the business and will kill anyone who gets in his way kind mm -hmm. of a thing, you know? Yeah. You know? And it was good for, like, Tony Stark because you're like, oh, man, this is, like, a really impressive thing because, like, this entire team of scientists cannot accomplish what Tony Stark can do. Yep. He's the real MVP. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's Iron Man. Is there anything else you guys want to... I like that a lot of the, the, the goons and the thugs were... Uh, like terrorists in this movie because going forward in the universe you're like man a lot of people are just like working uh -huh. for evil people yeah right it's like where did you get all these goons from <laughs> like did, like did you just like have tryouts like did you put up like a little flyer in the city like I need bad guys well, I guess pays decent but work is a little hostile yeah. <laughs> high risk of death by superhero <laughs> killing you pretty cool <laughs> uh yeah i liked uh overall though i really do like this movie mm -hmm. i think it's a very entertaining mm -hmm. movie i'm very afraid of this next movie even though i've only seen it once yeah i didn't hate it when i watched it before i hear the special effects are rough in this one like even with it being a 10 9 year olds 10 year old movie mm -hmm. like Iron Man, I feel like, has aged pretty well, actually, in terms mm -hmm. of special effects. Like, you can tell it's an old movie at this point, but, like, it's aged well. Like, there's no point I looked at something and said, oh, that, ugh, ugh. Yeah, like, I was even intentionally looking for that, and there were very few moments where it entered into a very unrealistic place. Yeah, it was, like, I think the one that stood out is when Tony's, like, getting his suit put on, and you mm -hmm. see his face... Mm -hmm. in the suit so you've got like a reference of what's real versus what's not real mm -hmm. so but other than that like yeah yeah it's aged well but i think i mean correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like that 
suit is, is the suit when he escapes is real. Like it's not made of metal and stuff like that, but it's a real like costume, right? Mm-hmm. I, so it like looks real when they're filming it because there's an actual gut stand in. Uh, so yeah, do we want to like give this thing a score before we head out? Sure. Like, yeah. What would you give this thing? Uh, I'd probably. Or do we want to rank them? Uh, I, I it'd be hard to rank them when I've only seen true. one again. Well, like I could do it in my this head. This is the best but... one we've seen so far. <laughs> yeah, so number far. one so far, guys. The science. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be against put making it, uh, putting them on a scale of you know one to ten, and then at the end we could figure out what order we like them in. You yeah. know, yeah. Every movie we could say which we like better, or worse. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I like it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to make a note here mm-hmm. in the iCloud. Put it up in the cloud. So Iron Man one. What do you got, uh, Garski? I don't know. I I really like it. It's really hard to think of where it go in context, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm I'm thinking I'll just give it a seven. Okay, a nice middle good. Yeah. For now, that yeah. might change in context of more. Yeah. Seven out of ten. That's good. Yeah. And uh, I'll, do you want me to go next? Yeah, go ahead. Cool. I was just going to say, like, the way I'm thinking of scoring is, like, five is, like, a neutral score. Yeah. And then going up or down from that, mm-hmm. so. Five is, like, a true neutral score. Um, if I'm going to keep it whole numbers, I'm going to give it an eight, I think, because it, it is really rewatchable. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, like, a, it's a fun film, and that might actually go down as we watch more of these, like, That's what I was same versus about. same but as a standalone film, I, I'd, I'd give it an eight. I think it was, I think it was really fun and really good. Yeah, I was also going to give it an eight. I think it moves really fast mm-hmm. in ways that some of the other Marvel movies don't. Like, there at no point do you feel like, okay, like when is this thing wrapping up? It just, it feels like everything at least has a purpose within yeah. the context That's, of the movie. That is one thing I was gonna say during when Pepper comes down to like put the new heart in him yeah uh like that's a very slow moving scene in an action film and yet it made it like it was very watchable because of like the connection between the characters so Mm -hmm. you could like uh it still had motion to it i guess i'm trying to say so it wasn't just like oh now we just have to have this romance scene it was like there's a point to it we're gonna get to it we're gonna move through it type of thing right so so we're gonna give it break it up yeah, so I think I'm going to stick with an 8 also. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, so, guys. Good movie. So Good movie. Uh, we're going to go watch Incredible Hulk now, and we'll be back with our thoughts with that. Okay. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye.